0: It is The Awesome Cast, episode 372. I'm Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter, here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I keep wanting to say Beachview, Pennsylvania, but that's like that doesn't feel right. It's not. It's a neighborhood. It's in Pittsburgh. And it's where we are, and it's where we're podcasting. Uh, and, of course, this is the show where we talk about uh, all the tech and geeky things that are awesome uh, from people in Pittsburgh using this stuff. Uh, all around, uh, with us as usual, he is back in the studio from a week hiatus, doing Halloweeny things. Hey, this is John Chichilla.
2: Hey, how's it going? Hey. Did you enjoy your trick or treat candies? Hi, we did,
0: we did, nice. and, uh, and then the parade they went by uh, last week and everything like that. John, of course, is the uh, uh, gadget guru over at Big Bank International, Esquire. We had uh, we had your other ga- your other guru from uh, Big Bank last week, Ron Kraus. I saw him uh, filling in. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about the new Pixel phone, how you been doing?
2: I've been doing good. And uh, you know, we had a long conversation about that, so and and I watched some of the episodes. So,
0: looks like it went pretty well. Awesome. And of course, uh we have uh back with us in the studio Brian Crawford from the Rivers Edge. Whoa, is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. That's 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 the that's the we've caught you face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I thought Happy to
0: be here. I thought we were gonna catch you eating pizza. No, there before.
1: was an awesome like shot of me before we went on air, like digging into a slice. So that might be like a good promo picture. Oh, it's up on the there. stream. It's up on the yeah. stream. If
0: you want to go grab it later, so that's what I mean. There you go. Yep, we we we, we use our sponsors. We love our sponsors. And thank you so much for Slice. We'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. Uh, but, of course, this is the Awesome Cast. Uh, you can check us out at AwesomeCast.com. You subscribe to us on Awesome Cast on the Twitter and the Facebook as well. Uh, you can also drop us a line at AwesomeCast.SorgatronMedia.com. Uh, hit up the Facebook group for the Awesome Cast. We share a lot of stories and some of them we use here throughout the show. Uh, and also subscribe and rate us wherever you like to watch or listen to us. Uh, of course, the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Mus- Google Music, Podcasts. <laughs> will play music podcast. It's Absolutely. so weird. So weird on the branding. Uh, but anyways, uh, or of course, iHeartRadio and of course, video versions on the YouTube and the Facebook page. And of course, we live stream on the Facebook and all the places. But the primary chat room is on the Facebook page. But you can check us out on our YouTube and our and of Sorgatron Media Twitch and YouTubes and uh, of course, our Periscope even as well. So thank you everybody dropping in there. Wherever it, it's easy for you to experience the awesome cast here on Tuesdays and get a notification, we are there and looking to add stuff all the time for stuff like that 7 p.m eastern time every tuesday and of course we are uh streaming on riversedgepgh.com saturdays at 9 a.m and our other streaming partner the 405media.com uh at 9 a.m pacific time five days a week over there uh so uh thank you so much to our streaming partners for helping us get the awesome out there uh all around the world and 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 Brian too (laughs) as a representative today um And also, uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters, Uh, the patreon.com slash awesomecast, Uh, Matt Weller at the $5 Coffee Club, he gets things like the Awesome Cast Gold, uh, that we're talking about some interesting, um, um, basically uh, mug-worthy podcasts. I think was the topic uh, we were talking about today before the show. And, of course, uh, Michael Fedor at the Fan of Show Dollar Level. And it's Matt underscore Weller with one T on Twitter and Mike Fedor Show on Twitter as well. We also have available the $10 uh, uh, level where you guys get a state of the show and a $20 executive producer level available for those interested. Uh, and uh, you get special credit on the show in the notes as well as uh, we do uh, hand out business cards after uh, four consecutive months of being on that level, and you guys really do help become part of the show. And you get a more of a say in what happens in the show and the development here in the future as well. So um, I, meant to, I meant to get into it uh, on your intro, Brian, but you got something cool coming up uh, with uh, River's Edge. You guys are doing a little bit of a spin-off here.
1: We are, yeah. So we're launching our second radio network. It's the second radio network to launch in Millville in less than three years And it's called The Metal Edge, and it will continue in the spirit of The River's Edge with being 100% local original music. It'll have a little bit of a wider radius, but it's still going to be all local, all original in in the region. And uh, we're super excited. It's been about a year in the works, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's up. It's going to be running this Sunday. We're going to have a big launch party at the studio at Mr. Smalls. It's going to be at 8.30. Don't try to come in. It's a, not a big enough studio to bring everybody in, so we're bringing in some of our uh, some of our friends and sponsors and stuff like that, and then everybody else, we're hoping that you join us at riversedgepgh.com slash live or on the uh, Middle Edge page, which is middleedgepgh.com to watch the announcement. And we're actually going to click the publish button on the website live on... A, uh, on a video cast, so you'll be able to watch us actually click the publish button to put the stream live on the website.
0: Yeah, uh, that is a ballsy move as far as technology <laughs> goes.
1: It's
0: like we're gonna hit publish and nothing is gonna go wrong. Nothing at all. <laughs> no. Well, as Comcast doesn't go down or anything, we'll oh be gosh, good. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm afraid of it now. After <laughs> that last is, few days, yeah, it's
1: terrifying. And I mean, first off, you have to. Wonder with their upload speeds, will the publish button actually make it to the web host <laughs> to actually publish? There is a Get a backup personal hotspot just to be safe. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's Sprint, so I'm in. I'm pretty much out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> not winning not winning
0: <laughs> uh awesome no this has been really cool and and, and definitely i you know i there's people here i've been like hey have you heard about this and they're like already on top of this yeah it's so I'm really, it's really cool to see that coming
1: well people don't realize this but pittsburgh has actually the third largest metal scene in the country i learned that so, from the press release yeah so it it just makes sense that this would be the first direction that we go in here in Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, and it allows us to put in a lot of music that might be a little outside of the scope of The River's Edge, which is Mm multi-genre, but because it's multi-genre, you have to pick music within each genre that will kind of gel together, Mm -hmm. and obviously metal has a wide variety of music, and, and I always feel like there's multiple genre. Well, there are multiple genres within metal, but it's so unique. Each of these different genres, and some of them just kind of fall right outside of that bubble. So this way, we'll be able to service those bands and. Really, yeah, reach out to a larger portion of the music community. And, and,
0: and I like that. I like that hyper-focusing. Because even sometimes on... I, I love the River's Edge stream, but sometimes it just, like, widely varies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, not prepared for that wide scope that yeah. happens. And, uh, no, it's cool to be like, no, I just want... We're just going
1: to listen to metal right now. And exactly. And that's great. Uh, it's good. Good, good, good. And an alternative if they don't want to hear the talk stuff, too. True. Yeah, that's another thing. So eventually we'll spin off, you know, more stations yeah, yeah. as we grow. But, uh, but yeah, The Metal Edge, I mean, there, there may be, there, there's going to be one show at some point later on, but it's going to be like a metal news and information show uh, talking about the local scene and even national touring acts that are coming through the Pittsburgh area and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so...
0: Awesome, uh. So, hey, with that, do you have an, an is that your awesome thing, or do you have anything else uh, you want to share this week? Because you you really you made people buy equipment last I time know, you were on yeah. here. With I always that come awesome up with with, uh,
1: with yeah some really. I feel like I come up with very practical awesome things, which I, which I love. That's to That's great. That's great. Um, because I guess I'm just in awe when I find uh, certain pieces of technology because I don't I don't live in it like you, Sorg. So, I, you know, when I see it and it's, it's, it impresses me. I, I get all in. And the one that I'm really enamored with right now is the Google desktop, the Chrome desktop. It's a remote desktop, and it's fantastic. And right now, we, we've switched to this streaming service. Well, not streaming service, this uh, new in-house automation system for the River's Edge in, in particular. And Because of Chrome Desktop, I'm actually able to go on a computer or go on my phone and completely control the computer. And this is the remote desktop, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. From my phone. So there's actually an app on the phone, and it has Mm -hmm. a little mouse cursor, and I can move it around. And actually – and it's just – it's through the Chrome browser, so it's nothing, like, too intensive. Mm -hmm. But it's so great because if I need to even make a small edit for audio, I can actually go in there and hear – what is being played through the speakers on the computer remotely from my mm-hmm. phone or from a website. And it has just made life so much easier for just like small things. The other day, you know, a show host didn't get me the, uh, the show in time and they're like, oh, I left it on the computer back at the station while well, I was able to actually go in, upload that show to the, you know, the system or even put it into my Google Drive remotely using Chrome Desktop. And it's just really been like the most handy tool ever. And once we have our entire studio built, as you've been in our studio, and for those of you who are, are listening or, or watching, when you come into the River's Edge studio, it's, we've got a control room, and then we have a waiting room, which will be a live band performance space. So that's coming soon. And then on the other side of that is the actual studio where we sit. The problem is, is some of our shows, the engineer is also the co host and that they want to be in the same room. So what do we do? We've got the Chrome desktop to control the computer and the automation system, and then we have a Behringer X32, which can go wirelessly as well, so we can bring a tablet into the actual studio room and control the soundboard from an iPad or a, an Android tablet or something like that. i got to find out what the specs are exactly. But you'll be able to completely control that room from another location, which I think is fantastic, and it's going to really allow us to, to be very flexible and utilize all of our equipment to the the best of our ability. And it's to me, it just blows my mind that I can sit here and control another computer right from my cell phone. And it's free. That's the part that really blows my mind is I feel like, I mean, I don't know, and, and maybe you know this more than than I would, but I feel like companies probably spend thousands of dollars for technology similar to this. Oh, absolutely. And I'm using it for free through Google, and it absolutely. just blows my mind. And
0: Chilo I know you, you brought this up in the past too, right?
2: Yeah, that's actually one of my favorites, and I'm trying to remember what the old product was it was the same it wasn't team viewer but it was like Uh, well yeah team viewer i
0: knew is now logman used to go-to. so so
2: logman was like my go-to and then they started to charge yeah okay um i think they may have reverted if it's only one or two pcs back to free yeah but i quickly landed on uh the chrome remote desktop utility and i install it on everything the other thing is after Windows XP Vista. And when you got into seven, if you were a home version, that remote desktop service was turned off. So you, so I, ended oh, up, I installed okay. this on a bunch of Windows 7 home edition PCs just so I could easily remote desktop to them. And, and it, it's a lifesaver. I mean, getting to it from your phone to your point, your tablet, anywhere you're at, being able to jump back. And the other thing that I've noticed is obviously Google has money and brilliance so, the bandwidth utilization is low, and the response rate is extremely high, in comparison to even Mac OS's remote desktop. Wow! Um, all, all their competitors, it's it's an extremely extremely amazing. Even better than TeamViewer? I haven't used because I, I, I used I used TeamViewer. It was Viewer, better than an older version of TeamViewer. I use
0: TeamViewer pretty much on the regular. Um, and it's the same thing. It's like, hey, uh, actually, when I do the podcast here afterwards, uh-huh. instead of sitting here and waiting for everything to upload, I will set everything up, start it posting because our bandwidth upload sucks right now. Yeah. And I'll go home and can bring it up on my phone or my iPad and complete whatever needs to be published, you know, hit publish, you yeah. know, things like that. So so I, I'm promoting from home just to finish the small tasks or make sure that something Weird hasn't happened. So, yeah, it makes uh, it so much nicer. Oh, yeah. And, it's and great.
1: I was able to do, you know, things from work the other night. I was, you know, on my lunch break at work and mm-hmm. pulling out the phone and doing things for the network on the computer at the station. And it was, it was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Huge fan of it. It's good
0: stuff. I, I definitely recommend it. I, I think I've tried it at one point and couldn't really get it set up. Uh,
1: but that was probably like when it first came out, chilla, and it's probably a lot it's easier. It's really easy. Yeah. I mean, I set it up. It wasn't our tech guy that did it. It was it was me. Yeah. So. I say, and
0: Brian, uh, you know, Brian, while 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 an online radio fellow is not the most technically, <laughs> <laughs> I get by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he survives. He survives as a, as an internet personality. So,
2: <laughs> I think it does. It does require a Gmail address. Yes, so yeah, that's the main.
0: It's a big thing. Yeah. So, because
2: I was trying to, I'm trying to remember, I was trying to help someone out and I was like, just install this. And they're like, I needed it. They didn't have a Gmail address. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: seriously? That's but, like impressive, actually. Well,
2: if you're trying, <laughs> if you're getting that remote phone call for oh, help no. and got, random
0: support, it's. Yeah. Yeah. We have a friend with a hotmail. I, I bug all the time about yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, or the random AOL that comes up. Um, I guess are those are going to be oath.com email soon for Yahoo and them. So I don't know. <laughs> um Chilla of course you got something to uh uh share with us but first before you do that <laughs> before I share before we everyone sees the thing with the x in the name uh but something you can do with that phone actually I was doing it with my 6s even beforehand and we talked about this uh of course IKEA has a lot of the augmented reality, uh, kind of spatial things happening, but now also, uh, it's built into the Amazon app. I, I actually was playing with this a little bit. I was putting loungers here in the studio. I was putting echoes on, on coffee tables and things like that. And, uh, you know, it, it it's just, you bring up that camera app. Actually, that's exactly the right the, the same uh, lounger that I put in my, uh, that, it, that i put in my uh, uh studio uh but it, it's, it's cool because it's built right in you hit that you know the the, the the camera that usually you can do some product identification look for products and look for the ar and it pulls up a, using, using apple's ar kit and it works pretty good and again even on my you know lowly 6s uh it was working pretty smoothly um, uh, you know, it maybe took a little bit to load, but other than that, uh, so you know, you know we talked about IKEA, like I said in the past, but I think this is, you know, I think this is where people actually use it to a certain extent, right?
2: It, it, now, I'm interested to see because I, I I saw this, I saw an article on this, and they were saying like only certain products. Yeah, like they have a list have kind of, of pre-made okay. for
0: it. Of course, all the Amazon Echoes are there.
2: But I was surprised to see. I think like someone had Funko Pops.
0: Like, I, I believe you could. It. You could, you could you what is could the, place on your? What your, is a Funko Pop?
2: <gasps> oh, what?
0: Funko Pops are those. Uh, hold the, on, I'll pull up a picture. Like the, hold on, I, I'll oh, show you.
2: you'll bring it on, on screen.
0: Yeah. Funko Pop.
2: F-U-N-K-O. so they're,
0: they're they're these vinyl action they're basically these vinyl
1: figures that everybody's going crazy for these days okay. um, uh, they're, they're
2: highly highly collectible. I don't know why these are
1: I see. so I don't collect anything because I feel like as soon as you do you'll never achieve your final collection. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're always coming out with Especially new stuff. with these because they, they're never-ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. they had a
2: Marty McFly on a hoverboard keychain. It's pretty cool. That's
1: why I never started collecting Star Wars. You know, I was a huge Star Wars fan and I'm like, I'm going to go broke. It's one of those I, I can't go down that road kind of thing, Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's why I just don't collect anything. Mm. I collected star wars box sets for a while because they can only make so many of them Mm -hmm. at a time i mean Mm -hmm. they'll keep making them they'll keep making the same original trilogy indefinitely in different box sets but they can only do it so many years Mm -hmm. in a row so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely i uh, katie has uh about three different versions of the original trilogy on vhs box sets Oh, yeah. not on VHS, but
1: overall. Okay. Yeah, you have all portions. kinds of different ones. I mean, yeah. You
0: have one in the studio, too. Like I do. I have the wrap.
1: original box set still in the wrappings. Yeah, I got it for like 40, 40 bucks at a flea market. Jeez. Did you have
2: the one that came in like the dark blue box with the kind of hologram on the front?
1: No, I don't like, have that yeah, one. I
2: had I had that one. I ended up selling it.
1: Oh, that's cool. I
0: found the I found a box set of the whoa, what I do there? I found a box set of the original trilogy special edition with all those graphics they fir- the first time they put all yeah, that new stuff the in there. Yeah, the first time that George on Lucas VHS. sold his soul to the devil exactly on VHS, and it was three dollars <laughs> at half price books. Three dollars too, much. $3 I mean, $3 too I, much. I have that one, but yeah, <laughs> I also have a making of uh, a CD-ROM that came with a LucasArts package I got back in the day. Did, did
2: they ever release like the original without the updates to it?
0: Supposedly,
1: For DVD they did or or it's, on DVD. Yes, yeah, so they added it as a special edition. And I don't have the information to confirm whether this is true or not, but somebody who to- told me this, who tends to just know random stuff, he said that George Lucas, because he divorced his wife, she gets a cut from the originals like unedited so george lucas was never willing to release it as a standalone movie because he didn't want (laughs) to give her any money whereas when he put it in as a special like feature a special option then he was able to get around paying her because he wasn't selling the unedited version no that was just a special feature in the special edition that i think those original
0: dvds are pretty like it was the first time they were put on dvd and there was a second disc or feature or it was whatever. always on the yeah. second disc because they weren't yeah.
1: selling that yeah they were selling the other version
0: interesting i wonder i wonder if that still applies with the new with disney buying them and everything no they new. don't care disney no, doesn't no. care he no, hates do whatever disney they
1: want. Yeah. He, and he and he blows my mind because he he, won, he he sold disney for all this money right he made that decision himself he never had to and now he's running around every chance he can knocking disney down and criticizing everything that they do with star wars and it's like dude You're the one that sold it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I don't want to hear from George Lucas, the guy who testified before Congress against the colorization of black and white movies because you shouldn't change a movie once it's finished when he went and literally changed every aspect of his movie, including removing characters and putting new characters in, changing voices, and everything else. So I really don't want to hear it from him. I'm sorry. He's like Dr., like, was it dr jekyll mr hyde that's george lucas like you know he's done some really great things but then he's also his own worst enemy
0: so. yeah yeah I, I, I
1: look at the original trilogy or look at the the prequels, the prequels yeah Oof. the ones that he had the most autonomy in in creating yeah. and, and how bad they are yeah yeah
0: Anyways, well, that may all change sooner or later because supposedly Disney Disney might buy said 20th Century Fox. <laughs> oh, uh, that's the rumor going around. That yeah. might be
1: the first time a Star Wars uh, special edition is warranted. Yeah, just yeah. completely redo the well, also. And... Yeah,
0: you'd you'd have the rights to all the originals, and which I don't think Disney has, so like uh, the rights to like the original originals, right? And also, I believe the first one you can't if you buy like the A Disney online pack, it's only available because they have the Disney Anywhere. The original, A New Hope, Star Wars, is not available on the Disney Anywhere. At least at the time. Maybe now with Movies Anywhere because it was a 21st century Fox movie and not a Disney movie despite being sold as part of the package. So there's like a little bit of discrepancy. Like It wasn't available on all platforms in the same way and cross-platform and everything like that.
2: That means they'll get the X-Men.
0: yeah and even more importantly fantastic four that's been screwed for 20 30 years
2: hopefully they redo that first and we we can somehow wipe out every remnant of the existing fantastic fours
1: what blows my mind is there's that really really old version of fantastic four that like was before they had good graphics and when mr fantastic goes to stretch his arm you literally just see an arm come in the frame because they don't have the technology to, to Wait, was that do the that? one in
0: the 90s they did
1: real quick so they could retain the rights? Yeah, but you yeah. know what? That's better than anything that Fox has put out. Yeah, it's true too. It, That's, like yeah, way that. better. The acting is phenomenally better. The storyline is better. It's better in basically every way except for graphics.
2: Trying, which blows they're... my mind. Back in the 80s, and I'm, I'm guessing it actually was done in the 70s, but there was a Spider-Man like, made-for-TV yep. movie.
0: Yep, and uh, Captain America where he's on a yeah, motorcycle. Captain America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, those were, I believe those were like like pilots, like attempted pilots for the series. Oh, okay. Uh, I was not aware of I, that. I think. Like, uh, I, that's purely off the top of my head. but um, And also there was a Japanese live-action version of Spider-Man.
1: Don't should, look that guy yeah, up. Yeah, I heard that was pretty good, wasn't it? Or,
0: uh, maybe for the time.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I
2: just I just remember seeing the Spider-Man, and it definitely looked... When he was climbing up... He was supposed to be climbing up the side of this house. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely climbing on a painting of a house painted <laughs> on like a, a, a floor. <laughs>
0: yeah special effects are hard yes. uh Chilla, you got something awesome there in your uh, little grubby hands
2: so, and and let me use my face i'm trying to not to it.
0: not to judge the size of your hands that's judge. Just-
2: <laughs> so i got the uh
0: iphone 10
2: mm-hmm. and uh i gotta say it it honestly feels like i'm living in the future just from the mere fact of the size weight full screen full glass screen. I mean, there's n- virtually no bezel. Um, I am extremely, extremely happy with the device and most of all, and I think we, we covered, Oh, eons ago, the HP, uh, what was that? The touchpad that ran WebOS. Um, this really reminds me a lot of web OS, um, especially with the way you kind of swipe up, um, to, to close applications. Um, it does have me, I will say, as a, it does have me relearning some things. We, I think we were talking before the show. Um, to take a screenshot, you have to hit, hold down power, but not for too long, and tap uh, volume up. Um, if you use the reachability where you can kind of swipe down, it was like I think it used to be a triple click to get the screen to kind of shift
0: down. It's like a, it was a double tap on the home button. Or was
2: it? but it was double tap and hold i can't remember no no no, no. it was, it was um double tap without clicking i can't remember yeah without clicking without clicking yeah so now you have to you have to um let me open up an app you have to pull down in the bottom right
0: hm
2: and now i'm not getting it to
0: So it's very spatial
2: it, yeah it's very there we go yeah so you it's but it's only in like this bottom corner um, like it's
0: got a tiny hotspot. Yeah, so hot so, spot. so, so it, it feels like, it feels like it's turned into a little bit of like the expose that I always accidentally trigger yes. on, on Mac OS where you go up to the corner of a screen and like all of a sudden all my windows popped up, you know, and it, and you know, things like that It just drive me absolutely insane when I'd leave that stuff on. Uh, but that's basically what they're doing on the screen in, in yeah. general.
2: And, and I will say I'm not, I'm not hitting anything accidentally. I didn't find that by accident. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'd, it may have been on MacBreak weekly or somewhere I'm more where I was reading about how to get, get to that. So there were but there's a few things like that, that I did find myself having to either accidentally run into someone else that says, Hey, here's like the five things you need to know that have changed. Yeah. Like you're um, kind
0: of, you're still, still kind of learning it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But it, and it's, but it's very just in time. It's Hey, mm-hmm. how, I, I needed to grab a screenshot two nights ago and I was like, i don't know how to get a screenshot so uh, there is some minor changes it's it's not gonna cause most people hopefully a huge heartache um i've heard a lot of people complain that there's no more percentage over the battery yeah um or next to the battery you have to swipe down in that the top of the screen to to get that area up i don't notice the notch at all um
0: I think people are a little over sensitive about all oh, this notch is taking up space in the screen and everything. What because, is the notch? Um, to, so, go
2: ahead. To so see how,
0: kind of hold that up for people on the camera so they can see too. So basically, uh, can you pull up something white? So basically, instead of like the bar on the top of your screen going all the way across, uh, all that technology for the cameras and the facial recognition and everything has to go somewhere, right? Yeah. So uh, down a little bit. There you go. So you see, you see that little notch like on a oh, white screen. Okay.
1: Like, it's just... It's just uh, people are just looking for reasons to complain. <laughs> yeah,
0: but if you're watching video and you go full screen, then that little thing is notched out of, like, your image of Wonder Woman or something, right? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's one of those, like, hey... You're watching a movie on a cell phone. <laughs> uh,
0: you know. You're not you're not but, getting the full cinematic But experience. it's the best cell phone screen you're ever going to watch a movie on. And so isn't that, and that thing has like HDR and stuff on it, right? Yes. So like it, it may actually be better than your TV at home. And you can you can set the video it, to be boxed. Yeah, yeah. So it cuts here's, that. here's so you,
1: the thing. Glasses, glasses, glasses. Vision like a sniper because I don't watch movies on a cell phone. <laughs> Well, i'm putting, not saying it, I I'm do putting a lot, it up for that
0: but, <laughs> you know uh, for me it's like on a plane or okay okay, well,
1: okay chat room well, first
0: of all a bobby fj town first of all bobby fj town from a little bit ago was like uh, hey i heard you all were uh we're talking about pops uh says the guy that has like all the pops all of them yes check out bobby fj town's uh instagram and see what we're talking about what else is happening in the chat no that was i'm not doing some
1: of my phone my computer. yeah yeah <laughs> Fair, she's fair. Doing, she's
0: doing stuff on our computer. She says.
1: I do have a suggestion though. Chilla, don't drop it. Yes. It was rated the the new iPhone X was rated the most breakable iPhone.
2: Were Were you in here when we were talking about this earlier? No, no, I didn't, no. I don't no. Here so we we were wondering. So no one ever comes. No one. You never hear. Every year is going to be the most breakable device yet, and I think we were saying it. it's been since the Motorola Razor that anyone says this is the most indestructible device ever so I, I yes it is glass front and back most of the samsung devices have gone glass front and back
1: but is it like the gorilla glass type of glass because i think so i had an iphone that uh, at one point and it was the one that had gorilla glass and that thing was a beast like I, I don't right. I didn't think that was breakable. I, like, I dropped like a that four thing maybe like where yeah a four, four four S it, it metal was a four because I had the yeah, Siri yeah. and I remember I used to work in a box truck and I would drop the phone all the time from this box truck which is pretty a pretty high drop and it took like a year before it started to crack and I never put a case on the thing so it was, it was fantastic. Now this thing is you know I had it less time and it's already broken but i also spent 100 bucks on this phone yeah which, which one's that one this is the moto g play moto G, okay. okay so 100 bucks it, it, the...
0: it is like a, a good cheap phone it is yeah it is. Mm. like it, it's recommended if you're just like oh, i need a hundred dollar phone
1: well that, yeah and that's yeah. what it was you know my phone yeah. had died and yeah. i i couldn't believe it i went to best buy to buy a phone but it was only it was cheaper than it was anywhere else but i just needed a phone that night and I went to the Verizon store. They were closed. Turns out it was a good thing because I go to, to Best Buy, and I'm like, look, I need a phone that just does things, and it's cheap, and I hate Verizon, so I want to be able to switch. Turns out I'm, I'm almost missing Verizon with the poor internet connection that I've got at Sprint. But, uh, but yeah, I, I went there, and he got me this phone. It was unlocked, 100 bucks, and it does all the things. Mm-hmm. And I was like blown away. I mean, obviously it doesn't do all the things that your phone does because you not spent...
2: unlock with your face. It doesn't have face. Lasers. It does not know
1: that no. But I can't. I can't do that thing with like <laughs> the the pattern mm-hmm. to unlock. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty
0: snazzy. Uh, so so chill, chill, You mentioned the face uh, recognition. How does it work? How yeah. is it? You have you been adapting to it?
2: So so I will say I'm. I was super impressed with the time it took to train. So if you're used to your fingerprint. And I don't care if it's Android or iOS or whatever; they're pretty much the same. Move your finger around, keep tapping, tap the edges, blah 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 blah. This was rotate your head in a circle and then do it one more time, and you're done. Um, I will say that the first couple times I used it, um, I had no problems. And then I think I had it on the nightstand, and I went to go look at something and to unlock it, and without my glasses on it did not know who I was. And that's oh, where really? they say it's, but it trains, it trains itself as it goes, especially when it's, if it can't identify you and then you tap in the correct passcode, it will kind of readjust the algorithm that it uses to figure out you are who you are. Um, and with two, two times of doing that without my glasses on, um, I, I can do it with glasses on, without glasses on, with oh, my wow. ups on, with, I, I'm trying to, uh, I had a hat on. Um, I've had no problems along those lines, as well as handing it to any other person. I've never had it accidentally unlock. So I, I know they're saying, I think people have said they've gotten twins to unlock it. Obviously your twins. Um, and then I think some,
1: which they actually close, look very different,
2: closely related yeah. brothers have, have gotten it to unlock. And yeah. So I, I, what I'm super impressed with is in the dark where i mean you could go into a pitch black room and the only real light source is going to be the front of the phone shining back on you um i had no problems um unlocking uh so i've been super happy i've been really impressed with every application that that has touch id allowed me to instantly start using face id um you get some prompts say hey do you want to use face id for this um
1: and right. I feel like it's got to be a lot more reliable than the fingerprint scan because I worked for uh, for Giant Eagle at one time, and you actually punched in and out with your fingerprint, mm-hmm. and that way they could make it so that way no one else could punch in or out for you. True, and it was never like 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 there were like it worked, but for a lot of people. The fingerprint just didn't work because their fingerprint had and, rubbed and, off. I've seen
0: I've seen something similar with uh, Wendy's uh, because mm-hmm. the terminals at the front, but then somebody will go and they've been dealing with greasy food, so it's not going to work. Yeah. and he's sitting there, keeps trying, 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 and that's how they replaced those little micros cards, right? Um, but I gotta say, by all accounts and my use of it, the fingerprint on the phone has been pretty seamless since mm-hmm. uh, what was the 5s that i've had a 5s as a 6s and it's been mm-hmm. fine absolutely fine um so i think unless you're wearing gloves unless you're wearing gloves that's <laughs> a, of course right so i mean you're bundled up in a hoodie and a uh, glasses and a hat over your face you're it's not going to work for the iPhone. uh so that's the equivalent of, of wearing gloves in the winter that's mm-hmm. i true. suppose yeah so but even you could get gloves that do it so um well i guess it's more not the fingerprint but still you know, you can get capacitive gloves, but you can't get, it.
2: I have seen, I have heard of people trying to train their, their glove, which I really, as, a fingerprint? as oh, a fingerprint, oh no, I wouldn't would. do that. But, um, no, I've, I will say the gestures, the, the smooth fluidness of the interface that, and even with the, the more more so with the tweaks they've made, cause not having a home button, um, do you I, like that? or I, I actually, I don't think I'd want to go back now. Oh, wow. Like even, I I wish that, and I'm hoping Samsung will do this in an OS update. Um, obviously they have, it's all GUI based. It's not a physical, physical buttons. I'm hoping, because one of the things I like about the Note is on the back of the Note, it has the fingerprint sensor and the fingerprint sensor can be used as kind of like a, uh, a touchpad and it can gesture. So with the fingerprint sensor, I can swipe down, oh, and wow. I can get I can get my notification bar up. So I'm hoping, and the other thing that you know you can do is the the navigation buttons at the bottom of the screen. You can tell it to hide that bar at the bottom. You can lock it in place, or you can hide it um, and swipe up when you need it. I'm hoping they give options for gesture-based navigation where I don't have to have those typical android buttons at all at the bottom so because i really enjoy i mean this doesn't have a physical button but you still have the typical android ui buttons at the bottom Mm -hmm. i would be totally happy if i hope they rip off the idea of just making it all gesture-based
1: i mean they pretty much have been ripping off of you know everything and i think everyone rips off
2: of each other so i i don't want to i i don't want to say that that's why all the phones look the same (laughs) these days (laughs) Yeah. yeah So um the the device size is perfect. The only thing I wish they would have done, I don't know if you've ever used any of the plus line um that has a, a the the screen when on this device right if I take this device and rotate it um everything stays uh portrait. On the iPhone on the plus line when you rotate it, it rotates it's like an iPad. It's like an iPad yeah. where it rotates the interface. I wish I wish they would have done that.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it, it's like just not quite big enough for them to yes. kind of classify it as that plus model, right? Yeah. So,
1: is it worth a thousand dollars in your opinion? Is it is the price? Just, well, is, I, I, is, is I, think, it, I
0: think the question isn't is it worth a thousand dollars? Is it worth an extra three to four hundred dollars over the eight or eight plus, right?
2: Yes, and then I I would also take that and compare it. Is it worth the fifty dollars more than the Note eight right. or the Pixel XL two? Mm-hmm. Um. I would personally say yes. Okay. Um but I would also, as a Galaxy Note 8 user, I would never ever go back from the, the Note line on the Android mm. side. Just because the pencil and a lot of the things it can do, speed, mm. performance, et cetera, the deck stock's phenomenal. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't want to leave if I if I if I had to choose one Android device, it would be the Note 8. If I had to choose one I well, one iOS device. Um, that I, it, I would you, you you go the distance <laughs> with the ten
0: yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. So so maybe maybe not for casual users, but those that want to like have the future phone. This is the future phone. And
2: and if you're one of those users that just wants the, that wants the long to me the longevity of the device. I, I'm I mean yes, it's probably the, the eight, and this will phase out at the same time from a life cycle perspective mm-hmm. based on the same processor. But I'm guessing you're gonna. With the Face ID and all of the additional sensors, I'm thinking that this you're going to see more capability come to this over time. Yeah. Whereas the other devices are going to kind of stay status quo. You're going to get AR and stuff like that, but this I think you're going to get more out of it.
0: Yeah, for for a longer period, and and that's always that's always a thing. If somebody's waiting, that's why I've always said, don't buy a phone the month before whatever you get is going to have an extra year on it mm-hmm. by the next month, right? And that is like the cycles of, if you buy a 6S now, it's the one that's not going to get updated to a new OS the first out of anything you can buy right now. Because it is the oldest and it's going to be cycled out, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, if you are a person that's like, well, I want to sit on my phone for three or four years. Don't get the smallest phone now. Yeah. Because you're going to lose functionality first. Has always been kind of my question on that. You know, like you wouldn't have wanted to buy a 5S last year because where are you going to get out of it? So, Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Awesome. So uh, with that, uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing as other people get their hands on the phone their phones uh Chad the shadow was supposed to be on tonight and he got one too i'm still doing my battle in my head on whenever i want to jump into it and pay all that for it and everything but I'm still a success i'm fine do at you, the moment do you know did, how did he did he wait in line did i don't he, know i don't know what he did get up at 3 a.m okay. i don't know we'll have to ask him when he gets in we'll, we might try to get him in next week so anyways in the meantime hey you know what doesn't get outdated slice on broadway right brian you've been loving it oh he's got it yeah there he goes in action 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 sponsor shot thanks to our (laughs) friends another beach view original slice on broadway right here on broadway literally up the street from us we're on broadway as well uh, we're Sorgatron of on Broadway. They're Slice on Broadway. Uh, but, anyways, uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, uh, supporting our guests that come in here during their dinner hour, and uh, making sure everybody gets fed and everybody's energized to talk technology with us here on the Awesome Cast. Check them up here in Beachview, Main Street, down in uh, Carnegie, PA, uh, PNC Park. on the Pittsburgh pirates as well as our new location in east liberty out there uh so go visit them wherever around town and thank you so much to those guys for supporting the show and supporting pittsburgh podcasting with their pizzas all right uh, we got some some uh user submitted stories here again from that awesome cast facebook group that i've discussed before uh so ooh, this looks fun but uh i believe brandon uh brandon shared a couple of things in there for us and one of them i thought was, this was interesting this is a lego 3d uh etsy shop where uh, apparently if you send him like your family portrait he'll make a uh, a lego family 3d printed uh uh based on your photos so if you ever wanted to be a lego character so so think like the we clone you guys that we talked to Uh, A couple months back on Awesome Chat, but Legoized.
1: That's very cool.
0: Which, I don't know if that makes it creepier or less creepier. Because, you know, <laughs> it's a wedding on your look at it. Uh, uh, Brian, would you like to be a Lego person?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's fantastic.
0: <laughs> it's a little more... I think it, it, it's kind of cool. You're like, well, they put you, the hair and the beard and everything. That and would actually be guy, right? fun. But,
1: we, we were talking about uh, mugs. but I, hmm. well, I think we were talking about that before we came on air in different podcasting mugs and how everyone should have one. I feel like that would be like super cool. Like Imagine like all of your clients and you had lego versions of them right along the windows seal here as people were walking by mm-hmm. i feel like that would be like super cool i i'm that'd all awesome. about it yeah. that'd be awesome you imagine just having like a sawtooth willy version yeah and, that's that's what i mean you
0: know or something like that that'd be that'd be great the wrestlers should do this to be quite honest yeah i uh, agree that's awesome you can check it out um it is the mr lego art 3d on etsy if you want to go check that out uh, it's a pretty cool shop going on over there it, it's it's not inexpensive either i mean uh there's one guy with a model airplane for forty five dollars and then like a uh, family portrait for like a hundred and thirty five so but i mean this is custom that's actually you know, cheaper than i was expecting It's not today. bad that's it's yeah, com- yeah, was... comparative to what the three d uh cloning the three the we clone three d guys are yeah so um yeah and theirs is like a resin again three d printed statue kind wow. of thing. So we clone you three DsR.
2: How does does it say how he makes them? Is he like hand painting and hand molding, or
0: it doesn't really say in this part of it. Hopefully, it's chip proof. It just says custom family portraits, printable digital image. Hmm. So, uh, but he also is putting them apparently on T-shirts and stuff too. So, there you go. All right. Uh and uh, other than that, we also have um uh, he 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 mentioned PlayStation trophies. Uh, this is from uh, Game Addict. Uh, PlayStation trophies can now be uh applied to purchasing games. It's not a, a
2: PlayStation gamer no so neither which is am
0: that... I, neither am I. so trophies are like like your gamer points oh oh they how they do it over there so so imagine if those could qualify over like a hundred silver trophies would be a hundred points, and I don't know what their point system is like over there either um so I can't believe they're still on so a thousand points would equal ten dollars of credit that's awesome so, that wouldn't
2: be better I, now here's the question does it like does it somehow somehow dog ear those points so they're just not converted to cash in the future or do they actually are well, you i think the, i don't the think you can
0: you know because when, when xbox would do this it just goes to your account and you could never cash it out for the most part right but i don't like i feel like people like that's bragging rights like
2: i have my gamer score is x and if people if you had to cash that in you don't want to lose the score right so is there a way to keep the score but show that you know it's, what i mean the,
0: i think it's the additional like like points are what get added all okay that, that point, i would imagine so and and this was a i thought uh, interesting thing i saw come up uh razor who we know for like keyboards and and controllers and like high-end gaming things released an android phone brian maybe this is what you should consider for your next phone uh to replace that thing and then whenever you go to the next uh uh yeah, platform or whatever, right? Uh, so no, it's it's a it's a high end phone. It's got some pretty sweet uh, uh audio to it. You know, it has, has dual dual speakers on each side. It's got a, a pretty high end graphics processor. Uh, and it was it looks I mean it it, it doesn't look impressive, I guess, because it just looks like a square phone. Again, every phone looks the same. Yeah, but but generally, it's uh, there was a I, I watched this entire um. Review over at in gadget, and it, it does look like, you know, they're showing off Final Fantasy. Um, I forget which one, like this kind of phone, uh, Final Fantasy Mobile, uh, Pocket Edition, I guess it is, and uh, it looks pretty nice, and uh, it, you know, pretty nice um screen and everything like that. Again, super high end. Uh, you know, do you think this is? I, I don't know the gaming culture on Android phones. Um, I imagine it's somewhat comparable to what we have on on iOS and everything like that. And I wonder if that's worthwhile to get this nice big, you know, uh, uh, phone for gaming. I would bet there's a
2: bigger gaming culture over there only because of the open app stores or the ability to easily sideload apps. I mean, I'll be honest with you, on my Android device, um, I mean, I play game boy i play super nintendo so having access to all those emulators and side-loaded app stores i could see there being a huge market for this type of device not that you're probably gonna get switch quality out of it but you're probably gonna get up there to to really push that gaming capability forward to me it'd be interesting and i who was it was it nvidia that had the shield, yeah, yeah. That kind of went into a controller dock. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised, and I, I haven't seen this, so I don't know if they have a controller dock for it yet. It wouldn't surprise me if it was either around the corner or they're recommending third
0: party ones. And, and this is also this is vanilla. Uh, Android Nougat nice. they're running uh, it does have the uh, Nova launcher which I'm not familiar with that but mm-hmm. I imagine it's probably a little more you know better that's just the app launcher basically uh, but other than that like it's a nice clean thing so there's not you know it's like it's like it's like I remember when Alienware first came out just like listen we're not going to have crap on your computer Right, like this is that, like we're not yeah. gonna have crap loaded on your phone, so you can play your
1: games on at top quality. Well, that is one thing I like about this phone is I don't have because I got it unlocked. I don't have any of the carrier crap on right, the games, right, you know? right. And, and it. Right, right, right. Which Moto was
0: always pretty good about that because yeah. especially that era was when they were owned by Google. I
1: think. Yeah, so. and they're actually, I believe, they're moving back to uh, to like. I mean, this isn't true stock Android. It's pretty no. close, yeah. but I heard that they are moving back in in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, about Apple, one thing, I I always feel like their culture in Apple has never been one that lends itself to gaming. I know, like, for a long time, you couldn't play most games on an Apple computer, for example. So I I feel like, and and you're right with uh, locking them out of so many different apps. It's one thing that always kind of aggravated me about about Apple on the phone.
2: I've I've been happy with, obviously, the,
1: the legal the normal
2: games the, the the publishers and I'm not a big candy crush person, but mm. like, uh, I play yeah. a couple of star Wars games all the time. Yeah.
0: Pokemon. Anything like, significant seems to be cross platform. Yeah, they're hitting,
2: they're hitting all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm mean,
0: i getting all the Sega games, the Sega Forever games you download and you pay $2 to get rid of the ads if you want to and get save games and everything like that. My only thing is I wish there was more coming to the Apple TV because they really pushed the Apple TV as this gaming platform.
1: And oh, They it, actually did because I never knew that they did that. It was always in my mind that they should do that. I, I always thought they're, cr- they're crazy for not with, getting into streaming With the last gaming.
0: update, not this this 4K one this year, but like, what was that, two years ago? They pushed for it. You could get a controller for it and everything. But still, it's not like things that make sense aren't coming over. Like, yeah. why aren't all the Sega games coming over? Like, what some of the Sega, some you know, it's nice because you buy like Sonic the Hedgehog, and on my phone and it works over there. But only Sonic One, Two, and Sega CD or Sonic CD, not Sonic Four, Episode One and Two, not these other Sega games Sonic that they're putting out. Like, yeah. why aren't they being converted over for this? And I have a controller for it, but then I have like two games that it works for. Um, so it, it it's. When they have something, it's really nice, but it still feels like I'm missing a lot, right? Yeah. Um, and, and as far as like, you know, PC, you know, I mean, a lot of games are Mac compatible if you look on Steam. Uh, you know, not everything, of course, but. You Do you know. think the devs don't want to go in that direction? Because it's like they're giving
2: you a free copy of the game?
0: I don't know. Or, you know, it's got to be another hassle to develop that for the different platforms some games don't make sense some games make sense for a screen and you you change it to the remote Mm -hmm. it doesn't work right um but when you have something like a sonic the hedgehog that has controller support and it makes sense and it's on tv why don't you put that in you have controller support even on the sega forever apps on the phone So what's stopping them from bringing it over? It could be a dev thing. It could be that we Mm -hmm. don't want to do that. We don't want to compete with our TV properties because they're also trying to sell the same game maybe over on an Xbox or something, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, to me, it's a little frustrating on that side. A lot of fun stuff to play. I love playing Mega Man. um, What was it? Mega Man 256 and uh, uh, Aldo's Adventure on my big TV that's amazing it's a great experience to, and then i can pick up pretty much where i left off on my phone on the go that's awesome i just wish there was more of it or even and i, I played through them on my phone i i, I almost want to go back and play through things like laura go on the, there the one thing that i think that hurt
2: them from the beginning was they came out with this crazy silly role yes that when they were that 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 version of the TV, I'm trying to remember what it was. Technically, it was Apple TV, everything, 3, every, four, whatever. Everything had to work with the remote that came with right, it. Right, right.
0: You couldn't have anything that was controller only, although I think that might have changed. That changed. That yeah, changed. changed. That, that changed. But like, then, but then you're not going to, you're not going to make your Grand Theft Auto three, which makes sense compatible with the TV. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they released well, at least three different Grand Theft Auto games, like PlayStation two Grand Theft Auto games. And you're like, well, that, that, of course you put that on an Apple TV with a controller, right? Nope, nope. Never done it. Hmm. So I think it's a shame. I think it's just another missed opportunity, and maybe they didn't put the full force behind. Because they could seriously... like. They're, at a point, I'm just like, wow, I don't really need an Xbox because this is actually pretty awesome on my TV with some of these racing games. Mm-hmm. Asphalt looks great. As good as any you know game I would ever want to play on my 360. It better than my 360. It's an Apple TV that I spent like... A fraction of the price for you know. Wow. So.
2: Well, that has that. I mean, they had multiplayer support where you could have oh, multiple yeah. people sharing a screen. I mean, That's I don't think there's true. any online play, but um, no, it was a really nice concept, but it just uh, they just awesome. couldn't get the devs behind it.
0: Chilla, tell me about AR navigation.
2: AR navigation. Um, so I've I've been waiting for apps like this to come up. There's a um, let me find the formal name of it blipar B L I P P A R, just launched its first ar city app for ios obviously it's it's leveraging ar kit um so there's not an android counterpart to this unfortunately hopefully they'll have something because obviously right after ar kit was announced google came out with kind of their their thing what this does is it in addition to using gps it uses the camera to figure out which buildings which and then to to more accurately geolocate you on a map Jeez. um where i like this is if you've ever and i'm trying to think of cities like philadelphia where there's a lot of narrow side streets to to get around the city while you're walking that's to me where this makes sense where you is it this street or is it this alley and things aren't Extremely well marked. Mm. Um, I've been to Comic-Con a couple of times there, and that's that's where I would definitely want to use this. Um, So it it just allows you better accuracy than GPS alone. Um, So I'm super excited about this. Now, the one bad thing about this app for now, it it will work with any city that Apple Maps covers, Mm. but the visual positioning is only available in central London, Mountain View, and San Francisco. Wow. So it's not going to work everywhere. The, the other thing that I thought was pretty cool is as you're traveling around, you have your map in the lower right corner from what I've seen. Um, and it highlights on the street or on the sidewalk where you want to go. Um, and then it will also highlight certain things or points of interest as you're walking down the street. Um, if there's an ice cream shop or there's whatever, I I just thought it was really, really cool.
1: Did you hear about that debate between Tim Cook and uh, Zuckerberg? About now, so like they, Zuckerberg thinks that virtual reality is the the next big thing. Tim Cook thinks it's going to be the augmented reality. Who do you think is is right in that? I feel like I they would, both... So,
2: and Microsoft tends to go with that mixed reality. I'm not going to walk around cities, and I'm not even going to sit at my desk with goggles on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, I mean, you look at a lot of that equipment, and it's not been till recently where they're even starting to tout the concept of the wireless goggles and, and that kind of thing. I'll be honest with you. I would rather have even from a VR perspective, just from the portability factor, I would rather have the Google daydream type thing or the, uh, Samsung, uh, gear VR stuff because it is more portable it's easier to get into the hands of people from a cost perspective. I don't have to worry about having a PlayStation to get their VR. I just think it's going to be for right now. I'm on the AR side because it's more accessible to the general public without having to jump through a bunch of hoops. We were talking at work about doing, um, some giving that VR type experience and it's, well, what are you going to do? You're, are you going to give everyone goggles or how are you going to convey this to the average consumer and
0: maybe something like a uh, the Google Cardboard solution which we always we've always touted as a hey that's something you can do something mm-hmm. cheaper but still it takes a little
1: bit of a curve to it right, right? Well, I feel like augmented reality could be so useful for like your average day life Whereas I feel like VR is going to be more useful for like specialized things, like mm-hmm. you need to learn how to do, uh, you know, some sort of like say you're like a nuclear physicist and you need to test something and you don't want to have an actual meltdown, but if you go through VR, you could have a meltdown in VR and, and not you know destroy a city. Whereas like okay. augmented reality, you know, I need to know you know how to get to a pizza place and I could see it on you know the the phone or. or and I was talking reviews. to someone
2: that they do they do the training program for new, like what to do for the people that work at the nuclear reactor sites. Mm -hmm. What do you do if there's a meltdown? Well, they can't send them through that training. Yeah. So, and they were talking about using like the, the galaxy VR and stuff like that to be able to do that. You could put them in the reactor. You could put them without exposing them to these dangers, but here's what actually you need to be able to do. So, that's yes. Cool. In, a, in a specialized environment. The other thing is, I mean, even from the directions perspective, like how many airports do we go to that we're, we're not familiar with? And it's our first time in an airport, just being able to navigate that. I want to, f- where's the Chick-fil-A, That's a good point. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. especially because most airports aren't just one long concourse. There's all these breakoffs and the, there's only certain restaurants in certain sections. I, the wayfinding aspect of, of AR I think is, is much more interesting to me than the, the short gameplay.
0: Well, you know, it, you know, in a lot of those situations where you're trying to use AR and it's in a, a, a specialized place Now you know that the HoloLens has now been certified as protective eyewear, you guys. We're all set. It it is kind of funny, but it is true. Um, But this is something like I... I, I, and, And this really kind of... Viewed one way that HoloLens can be, you know, not just us playing games in Minecraft with, but certainly something that can be used much like we're seeing with the Google Glass. We're hearing how that's being used in industry and things like that. And there's actually a pretty good kind of product video demonstration video there. there you know, Office 365 and all these guys talking about in manufacturing and, you know, how people can guide you. Um, these, I wish we'd, they'd actually get back to where we showed some of this stuff. But, uh, you know, things like, you know, somebody can can change you know, what's in front of you and, 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 guide you to like, you know, how to fix something, uh, and things like that. Like kind of more, you know, I would say practical, you know, uh, industry uses. Right.
2: Well, I mean, this was the whole theory behind the Google glass.
0: Yeah. It was kind of the initial promise of Google glass, wasn't mm-hmm. it? When we saw those videos, it, which promise Google glass never lived up to those. This could be what we do with this idea. You
2: were going to have all those lessons and they were going to, you were going to be able to, what was the thing before hangout? where it was like a training like you could take you could sell class yeah well that was something that was a, there alongside
0: and... that, yeah that was like something alongside use google hangout technology you can go on and you could be a expert like i could teach somebody a how teacher. to podcast or something okay. and it was over google hangouts but it was through their system that you sold your services to teach or, or like your car
2: breaks down and you needed to pop the hood and do something. Mm-hmm. The part, You could go onto a hangout and someone, oh, that's they're going to see cool. what you're yeah. seeing. So they're going to be like, okay, check this, check this, check this. You know That's what I mean? incredible. Walk, yeah. walk someone through changing their tire. Like, Talk about kind of like
1: thing. the next generation of like YouTube how to do it videos. Mm-hmm. I like it.
0: Yep. Excuse
1: me. Coughing. Um,
0: but yeah, it, 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 this is the future. <laughs> 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 so. All right, hey Brian, thanks for joining us. And uh, tell us again, where can people go check out what's going on with Rivers Edge and Metal Edge? It is okay. Yep,
1: Metal Edge Pgh dot com. This Sunday, eight thirty PM, we will publish the stream. All local hard rock and metal, and then of course for a great variety of local original music, you've got Rivers Edge Pgh dot com, the uh, the old tried and true and and original station. So, very uh, excited.
0: and if you join us here on the live stream, we're usually playing some River's Edge here before the show. And we might have to mix it up a little bit here yeah. uh, as we go on when the Metal Edge comes out. And thank you, of course, one of our streaming partners here uh, for the awesome cast and our, our, and our friends on the Sorgatron Media Network, Fishing Without Bait, of course. Really cool crew over there that we get to work with. So uh, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me. And of course, John Chill is at chillatech.net. Chill on the Twitters, John Chill on the
2: Facebook. Come send me your uh, 200 and what is it, 80 character, 40 yeah. character tweets. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: get the good old Gabby on the internet now on the Twitters. So awesome. Go check it out. And of course, everything at Storgatron, Media.com, All the great podcasts. And subscribe to this show at awesomecast.com. Thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our, our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.